So uh, I think we broke the record on the uh, the amount of follow up that we have for today. Yeah, we have a boatload of follow up, and we are going to start on that right now. Um, first bit of follow up: we failed to remember that um, there was another American mate brand um, here on our own shores. They are called Scape Treader. They are based out of Denver, Denver, yep. Denver, Colorado, somewhere in Colorado. I think it's Denver, probably Denver. Yeah. Clark's looking at me saying Denver. Yep. It's, so it's De- yeah, it's Denver, Denver ish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scape Treader. They're another brand. Um, check them out on the line. Uh, mm-hmm. Check them out online. You will see their deal, what they've got, what they've got to offer. Got a whole lot of different gourds and straws and various kinds of sherb. And yep. uh, yeah, and, go check yeah. them out if you want to do that. And they're opening up a, a cafe, uh, like a mate cafe pretty soon. Like it's under construction right now. Oh, super rad. So pretty sweet. Rock and roll. Okay, um, next bit of follow-up. Um, our f- uh, good friend, friend of the show, Fabricio, um, over in Germany, um, kind of posed an interesting kind of theory slash observation about why it is, why is it that Argentine mate is kind of the spokes mate of the world? Um, and it, it, he sent a very, very uh, in-depth explanation and theory um Basically, it comes down to, um, first of all, you know, kind of back in the day when Mate really started to leave South America. Um, this was like almost 100 years ago. And vacuum packing really wasn't a thing back then. So if they were going to send something, you know, by boat or horse or burro or whatever they used, you know, to send stuff in, you know, 1922, you know, train, carrier pigeon, you know, magical owl. They needed something that was going to last a long time, right? It had to have a really long shelf life. And if you think about Brazilian shmahum, it's got a shelf life of about 26 hours. <laughs> um, <laughs> slight ex- exaggeration. But, you know, you, you get the point. You know, shmahum goes stale very quickly. Argentine mate, you know, it's aged, so it, it's pretty shelf-stable. Um, coupled with the Argentine government kind of did some things, launched some kind of national programs to sort of put the push on spreading mate. Um, and there's a, there's a whole lot more. Um, if uh, if I remember, I will put kind of the, f- the larger explanation in the show notes so you can check it out for yourself. Um, but that's kind of the, uh, the Twitter version, the 140 characters version. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it kind of makes sense when you think about it, right? Um, maybe if mate started leaving South America today, Maybe it would be different because, you know, we have vacuum packing and we have really nice, quick shipping and all that kind of stuff. But that's not what happened. And that's why Argentine mate is everywhere. But, um, yeah. So next question um, is from friend of the show, Jovi, down in South Africa from, is it Yerba Mate South Africa? That's yeah. all. That's what it's called. Yeah, that's it. Um, exactly that. Um, so he wanted to know, do we flood our mate? Um Clark, what is flooding the mate? What what is that thing? It's basically making it so there's. I'm trying to just think of a not a a way to explain it without saying stupid. Um, basically making it so you're the all all the leaves in the in the gourd are completely wet, just covered with water. So when you're you know when you're getting towards the end and you know it's running out of flavor, you just throw the water on top of the the rest of the leaves and just knock it down into the gourd. Yeah, because normally, normally, you know, when you drink mate, 
um, you, you make that little kind of division right between the, mm-hmm. the herb and a kind of a cavity where the liquid sits and yeah. that way you don't wet all the herb at the same time right but then flooding would be just kind wetting of wetting everything at the same just time making it all so, one so clark mm-hmm. do you flood the mate um i do after a certain point um all mate um yeah yeah i do brazilian argentine uruguayan interesting yeah i actually have done it twice since last night in Whoa, two different chords, yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> um, True story. Okay. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> um, okay, so Clark floods the mate. Um, I flood the mate sometimes. Depends on what I'm drinking. Um, tere, yes, pretty much every time. It's hard not to, honestly, because the way guampas are set up and blah, 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 it's hard to maintain that perfect you know, wall and mound and mountain of dry herb and stuff so yes without fail i will flood argentine more often than not i will flood uruguayan and brazilian i don't um i just like to do it kind of the slower method where i just just keep refilling and then over time the water just kind of makes its way up the mountain um especially with uh shimahong you can see on top you know it got gradually the dry part just gets smaller and smaller. Uruguayan, it happens way quicker. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't really do it when I drink Uruguayan or, or Shimahong, but Terere and Argentine, I do. So, so yeah, so both of us do dabble in flooding. Just at different levels. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, so I guess that's, that's our answer for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on then. Um, let's look back at the show notes. Our next bit of follow-up is another question from jovi and he wants to know how many mate drinkers in the u.s are non-latino and I'd say majority maybe my answer was no clue <laughs> yeah no, i mean it's I would, harder to track that i would imagine it's it's the majority i mean because of guayaquil and their bottled yeah. their pre-bottled drinks and canned drinks uh, makes it pretty easily accessible to us gringos that don't know anything about mate but sure you know it looks enticing yeah because um i think mate drinkers in the u.s fall into i would say three camps you have one you have immigrants expats descendants of people who are from countries that drink mate there are argentine immigrants there are uruguayan people here living in the u.s they continue on that tradition Mm -hmm. and yeah there's them number two I think there's people that have traveled to mate drinking countries, spent a good amount of time there, or maybe not, but they've, one way or another, went down there, got familiar with it, kind of grabbed hold of that tradition, came back, and now they drink mate. And then I think the third group is kind of the people that are sort of the target audience of, of companies like Guayaquil, where, you know, there's kind of just normal people you know, they don't have any traditional or cultural ties to mate, but they're just living in the U.S. And they drink this, you know, herbal tea bag that they think, hey, this is pretty tasty. What's this? Oh, you're a mate. I'm going to drink this. Delicious. Oh, it comes in cans. Great. Oh, and then, you know, maybe six months later, they're like, oh, let me try this bong thing, you know. So <laughs> I, if... if I, I I think uh, can you think of another kind of general broad situation that would that would be not in those three situations? 
No. I mean, obviously, there's going to be an exception, right? There's going to be, I don't know, some guy who, who knows, right? Went backpacking in, like, the Swiss Alps and found a gourd that someone left behind and went on a life quest to figure out what it was. Sure. But I think, generally, uh, yeah, those are the majority. three kind of situations of how people get into mate. Yeah. Now, I'm going to hazard a guess that the majority of the people that fall into camps one and two are not Latino. That would just be my guess. Um, I'm sure there are Latino people that are going down to South America and, you know, drinking mate. Or they have friends, you know, that drink mate and they get into it. But I think the vast majority of the the Latinos are going to be in that first group. I think. That is my guess. Yeah. If anything, just because I have tried drinking mate with a lot of Mexicans, Salvadoranians, even Peruvians, even though I've heard people in Peru say, oh, yeah, like my cousin drinks mate down in Peru. I'm like, okay, cool. But like, that's usually the extent of it. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I have tried to drink mate with non Southern Cone Latinos, and they don't usually seem to be too fond of it. I don't know what it is. It's. Whether it be like culturally, they're like, they associate that with Argentina. And I know a lot of people in like the Central American world, they don't look too fondly on Argentina because Argentina in the past has had like, I don't know, like I've heard that like the Argentine stereotype is like the rich white Latino that comes to, you know, Guada or uh, Guatemala and is like, oh, look at me. I'm white and Latino and have all this money. That is just what I've heard. That is the stereotype that I've heard. I am not perpetuating or spreading that stereotype. I am just saying what I've heard and why there might be a little bit of a cultural stigma against los argentinos. I know that is especially the case in Paraguay. I know that a lot of Paraguayans don't like Argentines for sort of that same reason because they're like, oh, look at us. We're so rich because I guess in like the 80s, the Argentine economy was really, really good. So like they went traveling all over. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I feel like that possibly is why, you know, people from not the southern cone of south america and our latinos maybe don't want to drink mate because of that kind of cultural stigma but i don't know i this i'm just you know just kind of spitballing ideas because i honestly i don't know i really have no idea what the ratios are um and i could be extremely wrong i could it could be the vast majority of mate drinkers in the u.s are latino yeah very well could be i have no clue (laughs) but um that but my if i were to guess i would say that it's probably the majority of them are non-latinos um i don't know if it's a group a big majority or small majority i don't know and i would love to find out i would love to uh have some research done maybe like some huge survey um i feel like it'd be hard to uh i don't know unless you like did like I don't know, unless you did it on, like, the census. I don't know how you would reach everyone. Because, like, <laughs> the non-Latino mate community seems to be really kind of ligado, you know, onto, like, the internet and, like, YouTube and, like, forums and online communities. Where I feel like the Latino population of mate drinkers, they're just drinking at home. It's just normal. It's, it's just, just they, they don't They don't feel the need to go out and search for online communities about the, a drink, you know? It's like, Clark, do you feel like you need to go and develop an online community about chocolate milk not really yeah exactly I just it's go just, to the store and buy it and you drink it at home and right it. and maybe yeah. when people come over you offer them some chocolate milk right so i that's why i feel like it's it's i don't know it's anyone's guess yeah but it's a very interesting question 
So thank you for the question. And that's going to keep me up at night wondering. But uh, I would love to find out. <laughs> um, so, uh, Clark, uh, why don't you handle our next bit of follow-up while I refill the gourd? Yes, sir. Um, another question from Jovi. Thank you so much for your follow-up. Our questions and corrections. Um, it's about the cariju, um, the process I was talking about last episode about metamate, how they smoke their 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 yerba, their erva, their. <laughs> Um, so the process that I explained was basically like having two separate rooms, having them connected by a little tunnel. Uh, One of them was like wood smoking, like kind of smoldering. And then the smoke travels from that room to another room that's filled with branches of, from mate trees. He likes paraguariensis. Um, and he... Kind of send us a correction on that. Um, Carijo is actually where the instead of it being that kind of setup, it's actually the branches are set up on racks with a fire directly below it. Um, so the fire and smoke get in direct contact. Or I mean, obviously, the fire doesn't get direct <laughs> contact with the leaves, or else that would just ruin everything. But the smoke um, is just directly. Um, Pounding into the uh, the leaves. Um, that's basically it. That's basically how it works. It's, it seems like a little simpler setup than what I explained. Yeah. Um, but that's actually what Kariju is. And yeah, and I, I mean, I'm sure there are, you know, kind of hybrid, because I mean, the, so there's kind of the Kariju method and then there's the Barbacqua method. Barbacqua is kind of where you build, it's kind of similar, more similar to what Clark was describing. But, you know, there's all kinds of, you know, kind of hybrid methods and stuff. But, yeah, traditionally, the Kariju is as Clark said. Yeah. Um, and we can talk about the Barbacqua method another day, another time. But uh, not not right now. But, uh, yeah, so just wanted to clear that up about the Kariju, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it produces a tasty thing. Um, oh, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, and then our last bit of follow-up... Um, it's also from Jovi. Thank you very much. Uh, friend of the show. Um, he just wanted to uh, mention that there actually is an kind of an old, old Paraguayan company um, of mate, also under the name Guayaquil. Um, but legally, they o- operate under the... Oh, boy. I think it was Chololo. If yeah, the, it's uh, Chololo Agroeconomica limitado or something like that um i can't remember i should have i really should have written the name down in the show notes but um so they are a they are kind of another um company and it, it's it's a very interesting story um and for the, just the sake of time because i i would want to do the story justice um we'll put the link to the article in the show notes so you can read about that it's a very kind of interesting kind of a saucy tale so uh i and i i, I really don't want to bring it up and not do the story justice so if uh, you go to mateguys.com um, and you look at this episode in the show notes, I will put a link to that article about the the trollolo. <laughs> <Cholo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo. laughs> um, uh, mate company, also connected to the, to the name Guayaquil. Um, the Guayaquil, of course, are you know indigenous people native to uh, South America who more often than not are known for practicing cannibalism. So... 
Think about that next time you crack open a refreshing can. Guayaki. I might have put my foot in my mouth there, so let's just move on. Uh, that was our last bit of follow-up, but thank you so much, um, Fabricio and Jovi, for sending in those wonderful things for us to address on the show. Um, hope you enjoy it, and uh, if anyone else has anything to say, comment, correct, complain about, um, ridicule, mateguys at gmail.com, or you can leave a comment on our website, um, mateguys.com. So mateguys at gmail.com, or just direct to the source, mateguys.com, so you can leave comments on the posts when we post our new episodes. Do that. Yep. Tell them what we're drinking today, Clark. We're drinking Rosamante. Rosamante! Tradicional. Ay, ay, ay! Arriba! I don't know. Okay. <laughs> wrong, wrong hemisphere there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Whoops. Sorry. Uh, I'm getting a little excited. Yeah, so um, we thought... <clears throat> That now that we've kind of we've kind of hit all the hit all the bases, right? We've hit all the corners, the different parts of the world where they drink mate, where they produce mate, for the most part. We can always go back and, you know, talk more about, say, Syria or, you know, Mato Grosso do Sul in Brazil and talk about, you know, other stuff. But we we, we did kind of the, the shotgun approach. We kind of just blasted generally most of the world where they drink mate. And now we kind of wanted to get into the nitty-gritty. And we're gonna do some reviews of brands and maybe talk about like different specific styles of straws that we like and stuff like that. We, so we really just want to really just break this down because, you know, or else we're going to run out of ideas. Um, yep. So by the time we hit episode 286, we're going to start talking about the different types of lids that thermoses can have. Because um, <laughs> I actually do have very strong opinions on the different kinds of lids that any sort of thermos can have um, and, and, how they affect retention of heat, ease of pour. So you got that to very, look. Very technical stuff. I'll be down the road. <laughs> That'll be like episode 386. You got that to look forward to. Um, <laughs> that might be episode 14. Um, anyway, so today we're talking about, like we said, Rosamonte, um, an extremely common brand here in the U.S. You can oh, easily you grab it anywhere. Find it anywhere. I'm pretty sure like anywhere in the world, if you can buy mate, you can probably buy, probably buy Rosamonte. And as Clark said, we are drinking the original, the traditional, tradicional, because they also have a suave and then a especial. I've never had the suave, but I love the especial. But we're not talking about those today. We're talking about the traditional, the roots, and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, we're just drinking it in a traditional little, little black number here, a little black Argentine gourd with a very, very basic coil spring bombisha. So just kind of back to basics. And uh, this was the first time I think Clark's ever had the Rosa Tradicional. It is. I've had the Special and the Suave, but I've never gotten around to trying the tra- Tradicional. Let's hear, uh, let's hear the, 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 the first thoughts of the, of the newbie. What do you think? Because I've, I've drunk this stuff a ton. I actually was surprised by it. I liked it a lot more than I thought it would. Sorry, I just hit the mic stand. Sorry if you heard that. Um... It has a really rich, deep, earthy flavor to it. Um, and it has, you know, normal Argentine bitterness, but I, f- I feel like there's not as much bitterness as I was expecting. Um, I don't know. It's very, like, it almost tasted, tastes toasted, but it's not. Um, I don't know. I really liked it, though. First impression. I, I enjoyed it. 
Good. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I've mentioned in previous episodes, you know, I traditionally, I uh, see what I did there. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't usually drink a lot of Argentine mate. Um, for, for various reasons, but I always, I always have um, either traditional or especial. I always have Rosa in my house. I always do because I, I really do like it. Um, I like it more than Cruz. I like it more than Tarawi. Um, my taste might change. Maybe all of a sudden Cruz will become my favorite Argentine. But for where I am in my life, for where I am in my palate development, Rosa is my number one favorite. Argentine for me it um and like I said I do like the especial a little more than the traditional but they're both pretty good I think I think they're 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 pretty similar um I think the especials for another day but just suffice it to say they're pretty similar but um there are they are different um but no I I think Rosa kind of hits all these notes where it's like it hits the checkpoints where it's like it's got that nice kind of a smoky mouthfeel a nice you know, smoky aftertaste, nice smoky body. Um, it's got those really, really dark, earthy undertones. Um, it has a little bit of sourness, not very much. Argentine doesn't have much sour. This has a little tiny bit of sourness. I know for that reason, Rosa sometimes is a little off-putting to people. Um, I like it for that reason. Um, just just a tiny little bit of sour notes um, in the front. Um, but I just really love that dark pungent earthy almost muddiness um i really like that um clark keeps hitting the mic stand if you keep <laughs> if you hear a dun, 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 that's clark smacking the mic stand like it's his i i don't know smacking it like it's something like it's a mic stand, like mic stand. yeah <laughs> my <laughs> bad <laughs> uh yeah no i love i really do love rosamonte um and i specifically chose this gourd that we're drinking in it drinking it in excuse me um because i've drank rosa a lot in this gourd so it's kind of developed a very kind of woody heady dark flavor to the gourd because um if you don't know natural gourds made out of calabash made out of squash do start to take on the flavor of what you drink um so when i drink other things in here it makes other things taste a little bit like rosa um and i like that um, I don't use this gourd very much. It's it's kind of an older gourd, um, and it was kind of a cheap gourd. So, um, the sometimes the paint starts to come off. You can see my hands a little black. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so I don't use this gourd very much anymore. Um, but I do I do break it out sometimes. Um, no, I really like Rosa. Um, real nice. Um, this may be a very short episode. Uh, I thought maybe we could talk more, but uh, maybe we've just run out of ideas. <laughs> um, uh, where, jump, jump, jump. where is it produced? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Let we should let probably... Get, let me get the package. Uh, yeah. Let me snag it real quick. Um, okay, yeah, we're going to... Yeah. Fun part about um, Mate getting exported is they have the export sticker right over where usually it's actually like where it shows where it's produced Ooh. Uh, well that's kind of annoying i looked up their website okay um and at least their company headquarters are in the misiones region of argentina so 
if I were to guess, I would say that they, it is mate from the Misiones region of Argentina. Um, Sounds right. Because most of the mate in Argentina is grown in the Misiones region. Um, and if their headquarters are there, uh, probably, probably, that's where it's from. Um, interesting enough, um, I... Looking at their website, I don't think they are part of Las Marias. Um, Las Marias, of course, is the mega conglomerate um, of Mate. Um, and it looks like they are part of the... Oh, boy. Uh, oh, boy. Um, I'm going to butcher this. I'm going to butcher this like a cow. Um, the Renyuk... Um, agricultural <laughs> association. Um, so I guess R Rosa was started by Ukrainian immigrants. Oh, okay. a, a nice man um, by the name of Dmitryo Rynyuk, who was the son of Ukrainian immigrants, kind of founded this business with his wife Katalina, and they started, and the company grew, and now it's a, it's a, it's 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 you know it's kind of. A large company that does all kind of agricultural stuff um and yeah and it says i'm pretty sure here it says it's the their, their mate is grown in apostoles in misiones um but yeah so that's interesting that um they are not actually part of las marias like tarawi is i know um and i'm gonna have to just break down and find out which which companies which brands fall under las marias i think la merced is la las merced, marias i'm pretty sure it is um tarawi but um yeah so rosa allegedly is not it is, is its own thing the so, so, for example, you look at the uh, the headquarters and it says Establecimiento Diez Hermanos Renyuk S.A. So, um, Ten Brothers Establishment Renyuk S.A. I'm sorry, I don't speak Ukrainian um, and I have no idea how that's supposed to be pronounced. Um, which is funny, right? With the, with the phlegm and everything. Yeah, that's probably incredibly wrong, incredibly <laughs> offensive. I can actually read Cyrillic, not terribly, but it doesn't help me when it's, I don't, I, yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's interesting. Um, but, you know, up, Misiones, Argentina, um, has, it's a very, very, very traditional Argentine um, variety. The cut is very traditional, you know, mm -hmm. good bit of stick. Nice large leaf cut, um, decent amount of powder. Yeah, not not, not too much. Not a lot. Not but, a lot. But just enough. But it, it, enough. It's not one of the dustier Argentine mates. Um, I feel like Tarawi has a lot more dust than Rosa. That was at least what I remember. I could be remembering it wrong, but um, when I was when I was pouring it out, like yeah, you know, you got a, you got a little bit of, of kind of green, <laughs> green cloud. Um, it's good though. I really like it. Um, I have another hit. Yeah, sorry. I I, I got all got all confused here. Um, <laughs> so we are drinking it um, out of a pretty large gourd. Um, and I know, kind of people who who aren't used to kind of the full bodied Argentine flavors. They try to drink it out of you know smaller gourds, but I feel like even in this large gourd, it's it, it's it has a little bit of bitterness, but it is very smooth. Like even if you let the water sit in there and kind of steep for a while and then drink it, and you know you get kind of get that 
the water has sat in the gore too long funk. Even then, I think it's still really smooth considering like mm-hmm. how earthy it is. Oh yeah, for sure. And there's a good amount of bubbles too. I like. There's a lot of really like really really small tiny ones and some big ones. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, I feel. Yeah. I feel, I don't know. I feel like Argentine mate doesn't foam as much as really any of the other ones just because of the leaf cut and i feel like argentine typically has less dust than uruguayan paraguayan or brazilian it's usually the dust that yeah that will cause that Mm -hmm. but no it's good it does have a a fair amount of uh of bubbles in fact i've actually heard from a like i've heard argentine people say that like when mate bubbles it's bad like i say that's completely off track i i agree but i have heard that like i mean I don't know. Maybe they, maybe in Argentina, they think that a lot of dust is a bad sign because I mean, when you look at Argentine cuts, you know, they usually are pretty light on the dust, not as light as North American cuts. But like we said, com- comparatively, so maybe that's like a sign of like cheap Argentine yerb. Maybe I don't know, but I I, I have heard that um, hmm. that that is what at least at least one <laughs> man in Argentina that was his opinion that the more bubbles, the worse. Mate. I mean, if you look at Brazil, that like it's all bubbles. Oh yeah, it's, it's like a, it's like a strip gr- foam. It's like a green bubble bath. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, that in Brazil, that shows like it's a better. Yeah, brew. Yeah, I I feel like, like same a, in same in Uruguay too. Like they look for that kind of. I mean, in Uruguay, it's not a green bubble bath. It's you know kind of a, a muddy brown bubble bath. But no, like they, that's kind of a sign of like quality that it's like rich in nutrients and whatever's and stuff yeah um yeah yeah what what, do you have anything else to say about this stuff um not really i'm it's consistent it's uh well yeah we've already refilled it a good amount of times and the flavor's you know sticking around yeah we've probably gone through half liter not that much but yeah no it it's uh it's it's very 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 full bodied still i feel like it's got a a long you know a long life got a long you know cycle as they say cycles you know how long it's uh you know if if a if a an herb has a very short cycle length then it you know you you can't drink it very often you can't refill very often with until you know the the flavor's gone Mm -hmm. but uh this stuff you could refill a lot and i feel like the flavor would last a long time yeah, at least, you know, compared to other Argentine um, Sherebas. Yeah. It's a pretty, pretty long cycle. But yeah, so uh, anything else you'd like mm. to say, Clark, about this stuff? Uh, it's tasty. I, I like it. I recommend it. Uh, that's probably the next brand I'll have to buy a bag of do we do we want to like try to rate it like oh four out of five stars oh so good or do we want to just kind of give our opinions i don't know i feel like i mean like it's really subjective yeah and like a number like... star rating like yeah like maybe we can give it like compared to other argentine yeah because then i know if i like i give this a rating and then it's like i give another mate a rating and then i think well do i actually think that one is better than that one given the ratings that i guess so that sounds like yeah. it's way too complicated and yeah to keep for in mind. Sure. so let's just yeah let's just we're not gonna rate it with like a number or stars or thumbs ups or i don't know but i i i would i think well yeah i i don't even know if we should just say like like at the end of the 
like at the end bottom line i recommend it because i mean i don't know i, I feel like most things i'm gonna recommend you know yeah like that's true. most things like <laughs> if, if anything just to try it like i, I kind of recommend it there's very few very very few that i do not recommend for sure even the ones even the brands that i don't really like i still recommend you try it just to get your own you know mm-hmm. feel and opinion for it yeah so um yeah i don't know i don't know what we're gonna say about we're just trying to feel out how we're gonna you know convey these reviews i mean i don't know i think i think people would like this one yeah no no i mean it's a very i I think a lot of people would like this um recently i've heard i've actually heard of some just you know poking around the on the internet the interwebs i've seen people that like don't like the rosa traditional they said it's not potent they said it's really weak and that's odd i feel like i feel like that's backwards because i i mean i'm not going to out anyone here but uh, the, uh generalizing i feel like the people that say that rosa is weak are the people that would say like a brand like kraus is strong where i feel like it's the exact opposite i feel like kraus is actually pretty mild and rosa strong yes that is my interpretation of what is in my mouth when I drink both of those. Mm-hmm. No, I can back that up. Krauss is really mild and smooth and this stuff. Yeah. And, and you know, is and, strong. And that might be a reason why you like Krauss, but I just, I don't know. I, I would never be one to say that Rosa is weak. Never. It's like saying Canarias is weak. There's no way. I feel like I've seen someone say Canarias was weak. <laughs> They're crazy. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I, 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 I do kind of wonder sometimes like, Oh, like, I don't know. That's like, I don't know. It's like eating an apple and being like, oh, this is really sour. I'm like, really? This is like an apple. Like, I mean, like a, unless it's a Granny Smith. That yeah, doesn't make sense right, at all. I guess that, was like, that wasn't a good metaphor. It's like, uh, I don't know. It's like taking a bite out. Of, okay, okay. It's like taking a bite out of a grapefruit and being like, oh, this is way spicy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like, how did you arrive to that conclusion? I sort of doubt you <laughs> but i mean if you're saying it you must have somehow arrived to that conclusion yeah, but yeah strange. no i mean i've i yeah, i've seen people straight up just be like yeah canadius was kind of weak to me and i'm like i would love to know what's strong for you like are you just straight up drinking like fire water mate like <laughs> i don't know what you're doing man you're just like i don't know uh, i don't know it's kind of weird but uh yeah i think i think rosa if you like Here's what we can do. If you like full-bodied, but smooth, complex, Argentine-style mate, I think you should try Rosa. Yes. And I would be inclined to say you might like it. Might happen to enjoy it. <laughs> that's a, that's, a, that's our, our non-committal way of, of, of reviewing this mate. Um, but yeah, no. So that's what we have to say about Rosa. Um if you like rosa or if you don't like rosa you know email us your thoughts email us your experiences with this we'd love to hear from you guys what you think about rosa monte tradicional um and i think that's all we've got for for you today um yeah. next week i think we're gonna probably do another mate review yeah um do we want to say which sherb we're gonna review right now uh, no maybe canarias yeah yeah, I think I think we're I think we're gonna try to do the the, the more common ones first. Yeah, um, just in case just in case you know if dear listener you are maybe new to mate 
or maybe you've been drinking mate a long time, but you've only drunk, you know, one brand kind of religiously, you know, very, very strict, and you've only ever drunk this one, and you're looking to branch out, um, we're going to try to talk about the more common brands, the ones that are easy to find, at least in the, in you know, in the United States, because um, that's where we live, and that's, it just makes it easier for us. So next week, we're going to talk about Canarias, el mate de mi país, which is what they say on the commercials. But um, yeah, so uh, you got that to look forward to. Yep. All right. So that's that's what we got. So okay. Cool. Yep. Okay. Okay. Bye. Peace out.